Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Unlimited NFL Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Young, and I'm once again here with my co-host, Owen Smith. Owen, how's it going tonight? How'd you enjoy the Super Bowl? Well, the Super Bowl, um, first of all, by the way, uh, one of us picked the Chiefs, and it was not Jackson, so uh, I got the winner right. Uh, Look, man, the Super Bowl, you know that horse meme that's like, you know, it's like... um, it was like a picture of a horse where like the front of the horse is like super scrawny and the back of the horse is like a fully well-built horse with like, yeah, good le- you know what I'm talking about? I think so. That's what the Super Bowl felt like. The first like three quarters were kind of tough to watch. Very sloppy. Both teams had two turnovers, but man, that finish, that's one of the mo- most best Super Bowl finishes I've seen in a long time as the Kansas City Chiefs. Win back-to-back Super Bowls, the first team to do that since the 03-04 Patriots, winning their third Super Bowl in five years, cementing themselves as an NFL dynasty over the San Francisco 49ers, who still, despite all the talent on their team, just haven't been able to bring the Lombardi home, despite being as close as you can possibly can these past five years. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just get into the game. Um, I'll yeah. let you go first, Jack. Just give your thoughts on it, and I call kind of feed off of that, and we can just kind of go from there because there's a lot to talk about here. Yes, for sure. And one thing I was going to note uh, before we get started is that this is going to be our last episode of the season, so um, yes. it's going to be a long off season, of course. Uh, but this will be our last episode recording for a while, so um, just thought I'd let the audience know that. But uh, as far as the game goes. Um, so I almost guessed the score. I don't know if you remember. I almost guessed the score uh, right on because I, I guessed twenty-one to eighteen, and at one point it was twenty-two to nineteen in, in overtime. I was like, "Yeah, I'm close. I was close. Uh, I didn't pick the right score uh, or didn't pick the winner correctly, but I was close. And I really thought the 49ers were going to. This was going to be the one, you know. But yeah, there when they were driving down the field, I was like, "There's just too much time left for from Holmes and." uh five minutes or whatever it was six minutes and i'm like this is an eternity for him and all he has to get is a field goal and a touchdown uh to win i was like nah he's gonna it's just destiny at this point that he's gonna do it and i said before that drive i I was into my friend's group chat i'm like he's gonna lead him right down the field and it's he's gonna make it look easy and that's what he did and uh you just knew once they got like to that 20 yard line and and, and yeah it was over yeah holmes Eight for eight on the game-winning drive. Andy, wow. Andy, Andy had those two runs. So they had 75 yards on that drive. Mm-hmm. He had 69 of them. The only other yards was a six-yard run by Pacheco. So just speaks to what yeah. the greatness on display. A couple fourth-down conversions, too, um, on that drive. Yes. Huge. And, you know, that play where it was fourth and one and they were in the shotgun – Tony Romo was like, yeah, there's no way they're they're running this, this ball. And they didn't. They did like a, a run pass option with Mahomes, which is a very good play call. Uh, put the game in in his hands. You know, he's been there, done that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it was a very exciting game. Uh, maybe like at the start, it was in the first half, it was a little little slow. A little like the 49ers were controlling the game um, uh, on the defense. And, they their defense kind of handled handled them a little bit in the first half, like kind of like I thought. But then that second half, man, the Chiefs made adjustments. 
Uh, obviously, they said something in the locker room, um, got their ducks in a row, uh, and they started figuring out how to attack that 49ers pass defense, pass defense, which has been shaky to the state, to say the least here, uh, coming down the stretch of the season. But, um, yeah, I mean, Mahomes, you know, he's start – we'll touch on this more at the end of the podcast, but he's starting to put himself up there with the greats, you know, with the quarterbacks, yeah. um, you know, and, and rightfully so to be honest, because I mean, he's only been the league in the league since what, 2018, I think. Uh, tw- 2017 was his for, he's been a starter since 2018. Yeah. And he's already appeared in three Super Bowls now, like four, uh, four, four. Yeah, remember they lo- four winning three. Yeah. That that's, that's remarkable. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever done that in their first seven years being in the league. Oh no. Um, so that's certainly interesting. We can we can kind of debate that at the end, but um, yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, the game was you know it was a close game. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna toot my own horn here for a second. I really thought the kicking game was going to be important, and it was. Oh, there we go. Yep. It was we go. Harrison Butker drills a 57 yarder and, and, and Moody and Moody. Moody made a long one too, but he got one blocked, which I wouldn't entirely put that on him. Um, but look, the Chiefs kicking game, Harrison Butker's as clutch as it gets. Yeah, uh, he's been for a long time. And look, the Niners kicking game, hey, kept him in the game. They made a bunch of field goals, but that, that one, I'm, I'm sure they would have loved to have that extra point. Um, because when they scored that touchdown to take the lead back, kick gets blocked. When that kick got blocked, I'm like, yeah, I, they're gonna look back if they lose this game. They're yep. gonna look back on that. Um, yeah, good stuff. I just like my thing is like, I don't know how much better the 49ers could have played in this game, and mm-hmm. it leads to my next point: the Chiefs have won three Super Bowls. In all three of those Super Bowls, like most of the game, if you rewatch those games, they felt like the worst team. Like that first 49ers Super Bowl, the 49ers outplayed them for what, 50 minutes in that game? And then last year, the Eagles, like watching the game, like I was like, the Eagles are the better team. And the Chiefs pulled it out in the end. In this game, like the 49ers, like defensively, like they were getting after Mahomes. Nick Bo Nick Bosa was in the backfield like every other play. Fred Warner was all over the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet the Dre Greenlaw injury, that man, that was tough. Yeah. Uh, that's not just the, when you especially when you consider the way he got injured, like running on the field and like his presence being gone. Uh, they missed him, especially down the stretch. Um but this game showed why, like Patrick Mahomes, was he perfect in the game? No. The Chiefs offense struggled early on. The Niners were putting it too. I thought Steve Wilkes had a great game plan for them. Um, yes, he did. But like, I think the two reasons why this game, you had Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs defense was just incredible. The, the Chiefs defense was amazing all year. I mean, like the Chiefs defense, as great as Mahomes is, the Chiefs defense is the reason they won the Super Bowl this year. Like they, they, because when the offense was struggling at times in the regular season, the Chiefs' defense always backed them up. They got so many crucial stops, holding the Niners to two field goals. That one crucial play, it was, it was tied at sixteen. Not much time left. It's third and four, and if the Niners get a first down there, the game is effectively over. They could bleed the clock, and 
Moody could kick a game winner, but they Spagnolo, who just he's putting himself in the conversation one of the better defensive coordinators ever. So in four Super Bowls now, sends a perfectly timed blitz, sends Trent McDuffie at Purdy, completely disrupts the throw. Um, and then in overtime, look, the Niners had the ball first. They had a chance to score a touchdown. The defense holds them to a field goal. So this Chiefs defense, like in the past couple Super Bowls they won, I feel like it, the offense was the leading force. The defense did their part to a degree, but yeah, as great as Mahomes is, as great as Kelsey and Reed, they did obviously they did their part. They led the game winning drive. Mahomes was clutch. But man, this Chiefs defense is just they they got it done. And, and they um they were the driving force of this football team. Yeah. Uh they really were. And I thought how'd you think Purdy played? I thought he played good. Uh, I thought he played I think he played good as well. Um I mean he wasn't amazing, but like he wasn't bad. He was not the reason the 49ers lost the game. Um it's a typical just, Brock Purdy game, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, he usually. I mean, there's been games where he's played better than that, put up much better stats than that. I I don't know, man, because people are. I think people are being very critical of Kyle Shanahan because obviously Shanahan has a history of you know blowing leads in big games. Uh, this is like the fourth time he's blown a double digit lead in either a Super Bowl or conference championship game. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest mistake Shanahan made it was not. Some people are criticizing him for not running enough, but. I think the Chiefs did a good, a relatively good job stopping the run. Like McCaffrey had his numbers. It's Christian McCaffrey. He's going to do that. Yep. But I think the biggest mistake Shanahan made was taking the ball in overtime with the new overtime rules. Like mm-hmm. it with the new rules, like yeah. I go on defense first and give yourself a chance to win instead of relying, even if you score a touchdown, you're relying on your defense to stop Patrick Mahomes. Like that's a pretty big risk. So mm-hmm. I I have no idea. apparently they didn't know the overtime rules which is insane to me because those were that's, that's not a good look for Shanahan because I mean he's the coach he's I mean he's got to be the one that you know communicates that to his players uh-huh. um, I have no idea what he was thinking taking taking the ball in overtime just it it just didn't make much sense like, everyone, yeah. they're waiting for the coin toss hey, review everyone sorry um I was reading an article. And uh, that just popped up. I don't know if you heard that. Um, I heard, so I heard coin toss. So I heard. All right. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I was reading the game article from ESPN, and uh, it said that he doubled down on his decision to do what he did in, over, in overtime. Um, which, I mean, I get it. Like, it's coach to be like, you're not going to like, you know, expose yourself in front of the media. But like, clearly, like, you would have done something differently in that situation, you know? Um, yeah, like I was trying to find. I was tr- also trying to find McCaffrey's overall numbers because I'm pretty sure he got he had his numbers. Like he had over a hundred total yards. Like I mean, yeah, yeah. Like it's Christian McCaffrey. Like he's gonna do that. But I thought, look, he had that crucial fumble on the first drive. Um, did score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that reverse play. I mean, McCaffrey did his thing. I mean, he's like he's gonna do that. But like, I think the Chiefs' game plan was like it. They were centered around him. Yeah. The Niners receiver, he's the only he's the only like significant 49ers weapon who did anything. George Kittle had two catches for four yards. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk barely did anything. Debo Samuel, I believe, had like what three catches? Uh Juwan Jennings was the Niners leading receiver. He scored their only receiving touchdown. Um uh-huh. just so it just speaks to how good the Chiefs passing defense was, which has been just 
an absolute force the entire year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree that, you know, the Chiefs defense was it was the story here for them. Um, but, you know, like I said before, Mahomes and company, they really came up with yes. very clutch moments. And, you know, they could have easily wilted. They could have easily, you know, those receivers, you know, Hardman could have dropped that last pass, you know. Yeah. I mean, they might be talking about something different, but it was an yeah. easy, easy flip pass, you know. Uh, that would have been really bad if you dropped that. Um, <laughs> of course, it was McCole Hardman too. I mean, the guy, the guy did did nothing. The he started off. He was, of course, he was with the Chiefs Jets. for four years. Started off with the Jets. Did nothing there. Gets traded back. He had like a hundred yards in the regular season. Yeah. Um, and then he scores the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Just just fitting out ends. I mean, look, man, the Chiefs receivers, they had their well-documented struggles this year. Yeah. Um, but they stepped up. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who had a terrible regular season, stepped up big in the playoffs, made that big catch against the Ravens, scored a touchdown this game. Kelsey turned it up in the playoffs, like looked more like the Travis Kelsey we were accustomed to. Rasheed Rice only got better down the stretch. Like, you got to give credit to this receiving core, who were much maligned throughout the year. They, they made the plays when they needed to when it mattered the most, which is why the Chiefs are – back-to-back champions yep um you know chiefs the chiefs being the chiefs you know in their three uh three super bowls in seven years um three and five yeah five years uh that's dynasty territory that's new england patriots territory that's Mm -hmm. you know cowboys of old territory that's you know getting up there with the history makers and oh yeah uh, i guess now we can kind of talk about you know the patrick mahomes goat question or would you put him up there um i don't what your thoughts on that like has he has he early in his career has he put himself up there in that conversation you know of goat of greatest quarterback of all time what do you think oh for sure like i think the only guy like, I mean, I still think t- Tom Brady's still number one. Like, Tom Brady's still the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. He won seven. Um, I put Joe Montana at two. Really? Like, or actually, actually, let me think about this. No, I put, I would definitely put Mahomes over Montana. I actually have this. I agree. I, I, you, you convinced me. Yeah, I'll put Mahomes at two and I'll put Montana at three. Uh, I think he's number two. I think he's the second greatest quarterback of all time behind only Tom Brady. Yeah, I. So I definitely think Tom Brady is the most accomplished quarterback of all time. I don't know if he's the best to ever play the position, like as far as his talent. Um, that might be Mahomes. Mahomes is probably more talented. I think yeah. there are actually quite a few quarterbacks that are more talented than Tom Brady uh, that are currently playing, like Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Peyton, um, Man- Peyton Manning. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah. Probably. Probably Peyton was a little bit more talented. Um, you know. Even a guy, even a guy like Josh Allen. I mean, obviously Brady was a better quarterback yeah. than Josh Allen is, but like Allen can do things that Brady physically couldn't do. The thing about Brady is just like he just he just won so yeah. many big games. All yeah. like whenever he had the ball in his hands, like you knew he was going to go down there and score. Um, but I hear you, man. Like I think Mahomes, pound for pound in a vacuum, like might be the best quarterback that's ever played in the NFL. Um, now he's still, let's, he's been a starter for six years. He's got to maintain it. 
Uh, he needs he needs to like, you know, I think he will obviously barring injury. Um, but if he can put together another decade of elite play, I mean, yeah, he's he's right there. I already like I said, I I'd already put him at number two. You'd put him second all time. It's just it's just and it's ironic because one of his criticisms coming out of Texas Tech was that he didn't win enough in college. Like yeah. he had a losing record in college. He's like, well, this guy just he'll just like be a flashy guy who just puts up nice stats, but he's not going to win you anything. Well, I'd say I'd say that was a, a erroneous evaluation because uh, he's won his share of games. Just put it that way. Yeah, I guess like another question I'd ask is, do you think you know it's hard it's hard to answer, but do you think Mahomes is going to be the guy to like stay with? his team for his whole career like or is he gonna like be be traded at some point a tough one because the only like hall of fame quarterbacks like upper echelon hall of fame quarterbacks to stay with their team dan marino played his entire career with the dolphins john elway played his entire career with the broncos um brady went to another team peyton manning went to another team aaron Rodgers went to another team he has yet to really play for that team because un- unfortunate in week one mm-hmm. uh I don't know, man. I could definitely see Mahomes playing his entire career in Kansas City, but you never know. I could, I would, if I would, would I be completely shocked if, you know, twelve years from now, you know, the, the Chiefs have gone a couple years without winning Super Bowls that he, he goes to another team. No, because like we've seen it, we've seen Brady do it, we saw Manning do it, um. But I could definitely see Mahomes being a guy that finishes his career in Kansas City. So I'll say yes for now. I think he will. But that that that's kind of tough to predict. Yeah, it is tough. And that's, I was trying to skip a rock there, but like nobody ever thought Brady would imagine telling someone like in twenty, let's say fourteen, that Brady would play for another team besides the Patriots. And he did, and he had <laughs> ended up winning a Super Bowl there. So um I don't I, I don't know. I think I think he wants to be a guy. He seems like a guy that would do it all with one franchise. Um, another guy we should talk about is uh, is um, Andy Reid. Um, Andy Reid's now won three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I think he's definitely cemented himself as one of the greatest coaches of all time. Definitely a top five coach of all time. Um, he Mahomes made the Chiefs like Super Bowl contenders, but Andy Reid um, gave the franchise respectability. Uh, and turned the franchise around. So he definitely deserves a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to talk about the 40, the loser here, the 49ers as uh, kind of like a, one of our last talking points. Um, look, man, last five years, they've been to four conference championships. They've been to two Super Bowls. They have no, they've never, they haven't won. They have, they have not won the Super Bowl despite being as close. Yeah. Do you think, do you think they can get back there? Because one thing they have in their favor, they're not losing anybody of significance. They have no like legitimate free agents. I mean, like, like Chase Young's a free agent, but like you're yeah. losing sleep over losing Chase Young. I mean, he's probably their most notable one. So like they're as of Matt now, because after the Super Bowl, they always lead they lead off with the favorites. The 49ers are the leading Super Bowl favorites for next season. Okay. Um, they're going, they are going to be the betting favorites to win the NFC, if not the entire Super Bowl. Um, and the NFC is the weaker conference. So, like, do you still think the future is the, let's say, immediate future is bright for the Niners? Could they get, could they be in New Orleans next year for Super Bowl 59? Could, oh, could yeah. they do 
Oh, I could definitely see it. I mean, it's not hard to see that. I mean, mm -hmm. am I going to go to Vegas tomorrow? Or am I going to go to, you know, the War Horse tomorrow and put down uh, a bet if if that's already if that if you can do that this early uh about the 49ers winning the Super Bowl? No, I'm not going to do that. I do think they're solidly the NFC favorites. Uh yeah. there could be other NFC contenders that there'll be. There'll be uh the 49ers. Um that that's that was my thing. Cowboys, like, yeah. Like Dallas, like the Cowboys go 17 and 0, and I'd pick them to lose in the first round. Like yeah. the Eagles, the Eagles are kind of a question mark. Lions. Lions, maybe. Packers, maybe. Um the yeah. Rams are an interesting team. Bucks are interesting uh, too. Who? Bucks. Yeah, they could be. Um, I don't know what their ceiling is with Baker though. Um, like, because I've seen this thing like, oh, the Niners, this is it for the Niners. Like their windows closed. I think that's nonsense. Like I think they're clearly the best team in the conference going into next season. Yeah. Um, so like, look, but man, this is a missed opportunity. I don't know if they're gonna have a, one a better chance than this. Yeah, uh, I think that to take that next step. I mean, I think we, you and I, clearly know what their weakness is. It's in the secondary. You know. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they need, they need to get to work drafting or or a free agent move in the offseason to, you know, a veteran guy, bring a veteran, a veteran corner. Um, I'm not sure who's all going to be going to be coming available. Yeah, I haven't looked at the upcoming free agents, but they are getting Hafanga back. Um, they're all pro safety, so that'll help. Um, <laughs> Yeah, another thing that like I think Purdy, Purdy's I think Purdy is about like the twelfth best quarterback in the league, eleventh or twelfth. I think he needs to make the if he can make the jump to like the eighth best quarterback in the Kirk league. Cousins territory. Yeah, I mean mm -hmm. eighth best quarterback. If he can make that jump, I think yeah, they're the the NFC should be theirs if they stay healthy and stay focused and don't collapse like you know like a team like the Eagles did after a year after losing the Super Bowl down the stretch um but yeah like if i had to choose the team to make the super bowl at the nfc i'd probably be them at this point but we'll see how the offseason goes if, the off for. one more thing on the nfc um then we can move on if the seahawks can figure out their quarterback spot i think that they're a dark horse team in the nfc as well um yeah i mean gino gino's fine but like eh, I don't know. there's a I don't like with Baker, there's a sitting there. It's very similar to Baker. Like Gino and Baker are very similar. Like they're good enough to like you know win it, you know, win games, like it's win the playoffs. Games. Yeah. Get to the playoffs, maybe win a game. But like unless you have like an absolutely loaded team, you're probably not getting to the Super Bowl with them. Yeah. Um, I just really like their receiving core and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And like they have a good defensive coach, Mike McDonald, I thought was a home run higher. Um, yeah, they're, 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 they're kind of a, a dark horse team, Seattle, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Was, was, so was that it? Was that, was that, do we have anything else or? Um, let me think. No, not really. I mean, we talked about, we talked about the game. We talked about both of Chiefs and Fortnite's prospects, you know, Mahomes, Goat, Andy Reid, Goat. Uh, we spun it forward a little bit to 2024 and who we see you know, could come yeah. out and see, you know, competing with the 49ers. So, I mean, I, I think we hit the nail on the head and uh, uh, covered everything for our last episode. Yeah. 
look, man, like it was a, it was a great it was a great Super Bowl, great end of the season. Twenty, it was a it was a long. I just the Super Bowl the day after the Super Bowl makes you realize how long the NFL season is. Like it's insane. Yeah. Like it's crazy how long the year is. Um, as long as the was, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, the season started September seventh, ended February eleventh, and then on September fifth of this year, the Chiefs are going to kick off the season against somebody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it was a lot of fun getting on here every week of the year, talking ball with you, um, bringing guests on when we could. We didn't have many guests down the stretch, um, but we'll see. If, we'll see if we can get more next year. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad we, I'm really glad we did this. And, um, it was a really, I thought it was a really entertaining season. There were some ups and downs of like the product throughout the year, but another NFL season in the books and it, it, it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad I was glad I had the opportunity to do this. Yeah, me too. Uh, it, we nearly got 25 episodes and didn't miss a week. It's half. No, that to me, that's the best accomplishment. We did not miss a single week. Um, yeah. which I think is pretty impressive. We were on here for 25 straight weeks and, yep. and you know, flapped our gums about football for how, however long. I like the way you put that. Yeah. Uh, I'll give my final thoughts and I'll, I'll close. Um, you know, when you first brought the idea to me that we could do this, I was, I was a little bit on the fence about it cause I'd never done a podcast before. And uh, I was like shaky about it. Then I, start thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. You know, I, I like talking football. You like talking football. Uh, we're both pretty knowledgeable about it and uh, hope to get, you know, I hope that we uh, gave good product to anybody that listened. And uh, I think, I think we did, we covered things pretty well and uh, had, had fun doing it at the same time. And as far as the uh, season goes, yeah, I, I, uh, I enjoy the season too. Um, I, I wish my team, the Patriots, had done it better, but try to keep, oh, my, try to keep my biases yeah. out of it. So, uh, we didn't talk about them much on this podcast. There wasn't, there really wasn't much there. Uh, um, this is the dog days of the Patriots franchise. Like, this is we'll see. You, you hopefully you can get a franchise changer in the draft, Daniels or May, or you know, you're picking third. So, oh, probably not, yeah, probably not going to Williams, but. Look, man, maybe you can get the next Tom Brady. Who knows? Um, yeah. The, yeah. Draft, the draft is, what, a little over two months away? So the yeah. NFL really is no offseason. To me, the NFL's offseason is like the little two-week stretch between the Super Bowl and the Combine. Mm-hmm. And once the Combine starts, it's on to 2024. So, um, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh Yeah. That's going to uh, that's gonna do it for the uh, final episode of the Unlimited NFL podcast. We will see you next time.